0: One we'll got to left field deep. Fail going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's. And the ninth is kept by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's
1: have won the game. And the final is 5-4. to four.
2: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
1: Chris Townsend and Ken Korak with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Just another amazing run by your Oakland Athletics. How are you not having a blast with this team winning 12 straight? They're the hottest team on the planet. The number is 833 625 2278. That's 833 625 2278. And Ken, I did a little math for you on the A starting pitchers during the streak. You ready? Yes, sir. 8 0 with a 2.76 ERA.
0: The only two games in which an A's starter struggled was the Luzardo game against the uh, Diamondbacks, the second game of that series in Phoenix, and then Frankie Montas the other day here. And beside that, they've all been good uh, every time out. So, yeah, I mean, it's a great number, and it really sets things up for the bullpen as well. And um, as you know, the bullpen has been lights out too.
1: You know, I don't think a lot of us knew a whole heck of a lot about Cole Irvin going into this spring training, but he pitched well in spring, And after that first start, I mean, he's given you quality innings, Kent.
0: And the the first two starts, and we've mentioned this before, three of the runs he allowed were the so-called inherited runs that came in after he left. So his ERA, I think, a little bit deceiving. And the A's did a great job today, and we mentioned it on the broadcast, Chris, in really exploiting the fact that the Orioles are not a disciplined offensive team. So they chase. Uh, They don't walk. They have a low on base. And he had a good changeup today, which was, just the perfect pitch, I think, to, to um, exploit uh, the Orioles' approach at the plate.
1: And let's go over some highlights. And, and how many times have we said, Ken, you just can't walk people? Because when you le- lead off walks, they always seem to come around and score. So in the second inning, Mitch Moreland walks. Sean Murphy walks. Next you know, there's a wild pitch. And then Seth Brown would do this. Just make contact and you're going to get RBIs.
0: The infield is back, and here's the 1-1 to Seth, swung on and a shot on the ground to the right side, going to score the run. The throw to first is in time by Urias, and scoring from third is Moreland. Murphy goes to third, and the A's have a 1-0 lead, and Seth Brown has an RBI. Put
1: the bat on the ball, Ken, and you score a run.
0: Good things happen. We saw it on Wednesday with Laureano in the 10th inning too, right?
1: Yeah, and then, of course, that's the first walk of the inning. The second walk of the inning comes in with Stephen Piscotty.
0: Here's the 0-2, and a breaking ball stroked into left, and that is going to get down for a base hit. Scoring is Murphy. Piscotty has a run battered in with a line drive base hit to left, and the A's take a 2 nothing lead.
1: You know, Piscotty's been hitting the ball pretty hard lately, Ken, and he's got his OPS over 800 right now.
0: I thought his .222 average entering tonight, Chris, was deceiving. Didn't really to me, reflect how how well he's been making contact. and uh, Two for four tonight, 10 for 32 in his last 11 games.
1: Well, and then the A's, they would give up one run in the sixth, and that was pretty much it for, for, as you said, not a great lineup. Ramon Laureano made an error, but then he made up for it in the top of the fifth inning.
0: Laureano drills one to left. Hayes is going back in the alley. This has a chance. It's going to land in the A's bullpen. And Laureano has hit it out, and the A's take a 3 0 lead. Ramon Laureano, his second home run of the year. It comes in the top of the fifth in Baltimore.
1: So, can the final in this one, 3 to 1, Irvin would get the win and uh, pitch well, 5 3rd. He's now 2 and 2. Dieckman with the save, it's his second. And, you know, you've been through winning streaks, obviously. But Ken, It's so hard to win this many, I mean, 12 in a row, as you said, the third longest streak in Oakland A's history. I mean, it's just, it, to, to win this many games, it's it's not easy.
0: They've had less than 10 over their great history here, beginning in 68, lasting 10 games or more, so it really is. It's hard to do, and you have to have a lot of the components working, Chris, and you smear up its heat. I mean, that was the biggest sequence in the game in the sixth inning, right? Because I mean, the Orioles had the bases loaded and nobody out. And then they do get the one out base hit by Severino off of Irvin. And he's the last batter Irvin faces. And then Yusmero comes in and slams the door. He gets Galvis into Rias and keeps it 3 to 1, where you could kind of sense it maybe slipping away from the A's there. And, you know, to have that petite option for Beaumel uh, is something that he's gone to the well with him. And, and Petit keeps uh, producing.
1: He's a godsend. And I I, got to I got to tell you, I I think I know what it is, because when you watch him pitch, he doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes, but he's not throwing very hard. And you would think big league hitters oh, if this guy's throwing eighty five, he's going to get. Well, the problem is they don't see right handers anymore that do not have velocity. Every right hander you're basically going to see, especially coming out of the bullpen, are these guys throwing ninety eight miles an hour. So he throws it so slow. I think that's one of the reasons why he's so successful.
0: Yeah, and it's very deceiving. And you're right. I mean, they're not used to seeing that kind of stuff. And he's a big guy, he's a big motion. And what you're talking about, I think, would be reflected in the Galvis at bat in that inning where Petit comes on. He throws something like what is 83, 84 to Galvis. First pitch on his front foot pops out to the second baseman to Lowry. So uh, I think a pretty good, a uh, pretty good example there of what you're saying.
1: I think it was two years back, or it might even been last year, where. The Orioles are just getting hammered, right? The Yankees are beating them 18 out of 19. And they had that one, I think it was a center fielder or a left fielder who would come in and pitch, and he threw it like 60 miles an hour. He threw it so slow they couldn't time it.
0: Yeah, nobody could touch it, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: right. All right, but, hey, it's strange, a Saturday night game.
0: Yeah, and, of course, because we're in Oakland, (laughs) I'm going to get home at 745, which feels even weirder, right? Oh, yeah. well, Like a Saturday night game, but it's not dark yet out here at the Coliseum.
1: Just enough time to still barbecue, Ken.
0: Yeah, you got that right. All right, man. Talk (laughs) to you later. Have a safe drive.
1: The great Ken Korak. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Vince will get somebody from, I don't know, do we know yet who, who Vinny's getting? So Vince will have one of the stars of the game. We'll hear from Bob Melvin. We'll also hear from other players. But come on, folks. Your team's won 12 straight. You got everybody. Harold Reynolds on SiriusXM. I went and I had to get something out of my car, and I, and I turned my car on. And, you know, at night they're replaying the show that they run on MLB Network. And, and Harold Reynolds just saying, hey, this team is so good, why not win 20? And I was just like in my car for a couple seconds. I went, wow. What everybody's saying now, Buster Olney's calling the A's the best team in the American League. Harold Reynolds thinks they can win 20 or more. Everybody's recognizing how good this team is. We told you this team was going to be good. They just got off to a bad start, and it was scary. But we knew. Why are people picking the Angels? Why are people picking the Astros? God, I had a note on the Astros. They can't hit home runs. They have hit just one home run in 97 at-bats across their last six games. Wow. And they're in last place. And, oh, by the way, the Mariners are losing right now in Boston. We'll keep you updated on that, but we could be close to the A's having sole place of first place. I want to hear from you on the A's Clubhouse Show. The number is 833-625-2278. The A's with the 3-1 victory over the Birds. And your phone calls next right here on A's cast and the A's radio network.
3: For all your building
4: and remodeling needs, a little preparation will make you and your family safer in an emergency. A week's worth of food and water, radio, flashlight, batteries, and a first aid kit are a good start. To learn more, visit safetyactioncenter.pge.com. Become an A's insider today.
3: Visit athletics.com slash newsletter and sign up to receive the latest team highlights, up-to-date news, features, and more. All delivered free to your inbox. That's athletics.com slash newsletter. This is A's Clubhouse.
5: first. Check swing. Did he go around? The answer is yes, he did. They appeal at first. Mike Estabrook rings him up and the inning is over for the Orioles. No runs, a couple of hits and he ate and two birds left on base. On to the fifth inning, still 2-0 Oakland.
1: All right, let's get out to the phones. I know you want to talk about this team. 833-625-2278. Gene in Oakland, lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
6: Hey, Townie. So you know what I I, uh, I didn't get a chance before to express how angry I was when I saw the preseason, you know, ratings and how once again they disrespected this team. I mean, after winning 97 games in 2018, 97 in 2019, and the equivalent of 97 last year, they kept putting the Angels and the and Houston ahead of us and pegged us for somewhere around the you know the middle of the pack, 15 to 17. I was livid. I mean, I just can't, I mean, this, the disrespect after what we've proven over the last three to three and a half years, just was just too much. So I'm, I'm thrilled what they're doing, not just because they're my team and they're winning like crazy, but because they're, they're showing up all these so-called experts. All right. Uh, and you know what? I think we got a real shot at 21 in a row, uh, or 20, uh, no, 21 because, uh, we got to get past Tampa Bay. They're not easy, but they're not, you know, they're not quite what they were last year, at least not yet. So we can beat them. We just have to get past We just have to keep beating Baltimore. And if we, we get the 20 or 21, we could easily get to 25 to 30. So uh, I, I don't think it's beyond the, the realm of uh, possibility that this team could keep on going.
1: Well, and you got the Astros losing to the angels right now. Mariners Sweet. are losing. I mean this division, mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was pretty shocking I think to a lot of us how much the love the Angels were were getting. because um, <laughs> essentially you said they, they don't have they don't have pitching. Like like, like right. and you kept hearing like Shohei Otani's going to be back. It's like he's no. throwing every 6 days and he can barely no. give you 4 innings and he's all over the place and his right. value really is in his hitting. His value has not been in his pitching. And then when he's when he's pitching, he's not hitting. So you hurt your lineup when he's pitching and he's only giving you like four innings. I I this is the time that the A's really just keep rolling. I mean, you're not gonna win every game, but run and hide from everybody. Take this division over. Do like a nineteen eighty four Detroit Tigers when they started out thirty five and five and they blew everybody away. Or the ninety eight Yankees. Why not?
6: Exactly. Hey, you know our our typical mo is to start slow, and uh, and then pick it up in May, and then really go like hell second half. So, I think losing those those first six games and seven out of the first eight was a blessing in disguise. It woke us up a lot earlier than we normally do wake up. So, yeah, we could we we could really roll to who knows 103, 105 victories. Anyways, I'm excited. You should be.
1: Great stuff. Yeah, and and you can't say this enough. If you want to win your division, you got to play consistent baseball. Everybody's going to have a roller coaster ride. Everybody's going to have a bump in the road. But these teams that win 107, 106, and 103, they don't have too many of those. So if the A's got it out of their system to start the year – and now, they, now now you put it in fifth gear and let's go? I mean, you start, you start getting to a point where the expectations, you know you're going to come in and beat these guys. I mean, who are these guys? They stink. I mean, the Orioles are bad. I mean, they're really, I mean, as, as Ken was just saying, their offense, that, they don't do anything well. Why not beat them all three? Let's go to Jesse from Pleasant Hill. Go ahead, Jesse.
2: You know, Hello?
1: Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead.
2: Oh, okay. Tony. I was just looking up uh, Cole Irvin on on, uh, baseball reference because I don't know a whole lot about him. And I see that he was drafted the same year as A.J. Puck in 2016. And I was looking at that, and I'm thinking, what if the A's had drafted Cole Irvin sixth overall in the draft? You know, what, 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 would have, what would my phone call to you have been like that night if they had taken – because I remember when they took A.J. Puck, I pumped my fist and I was excited. I was like, yes, we got A.J. Puck, you know. And, and Cole Irvin went in the fifth round to the Phillies, and I've literally never heard of this guy before. I've, I didn't know he existed until <laughs> a few weeks ago. Cole Irvin probably didn't even get a couple hundred thousand dollars for his, for his draft bonus. And A.J. Puck, I'm looking at it right now, he got $4.1 million. And if I had to bet on who's going to give the A's a better season this year, it would probably be Cole Irvin. And that's just baseball in a nutshell, ain't it, Tony?
1: Yeah, and I'm really worried about Puck. I mean, when you're injured this much, and you go out and throw one time, and then you're on the shelf for an expended uh, time after after that. I mean, that that's kind of scary stuff. I mean, he just he has not been able to stay healthy, and some guy, you know, is he gonna is he ever gonna be able to be a guy that can go every five days for you?
2: You know, he might have to be a bullpen guy because if he can't handle the stress of. You know, I mean, he hasn't even pitched 15 innings in the big leagues. He's already been on the DL a handful of times. I don't see how he's going to be grabbing the uh, the ball every fifth day, going out there and giving you 175 to 200 innings. I just don't see it. Maybe his body just isn't built to do that. You know, I don't. I'm trying to think of a pitcher who started off as injured as often as AJ Puck and then ended up having a successful career, you know, I can't think of anybody. I mean, this guy's been in professional baseball now. This is his sixth year in professional baseball. He was drafted in 2016. This is his sixth year, and he hasn't really pitched a whole lot at all. I mean, can you think of a single pitcher in their first six years in pro ball, get hurt as much as he has, and then recover and have a a long, successful career after that?
1: You know, there's always an exception to the rule. I can't think of one right now, but this, this game's been going on for, you know, 100 and whatever years. Oh, yeah. I, I bet there's – but you're spot on. I mean, he's had Tommy John. He's had shoulder surgery. They've baby, babied him in the minor leagues. I mean, at some point, you, you got to decide, you know, what are we going to do with him? We, we think he can be great, but, you know, the best ability is availability.
2: But my the, the reason I made that comparison between between Puck and Irvin and is just to illustrate just how, one, how crazy this game is. You know, I mean, here's Puck, you know, coming off the bus, he looks like he's going to strike out 15 guys. And then here's, you know, Brett Anderson Jr., basically he's Cole Irvin. I mean, he looks just like Brett Anderson, delivers the ball just like Brett Anderson. I mean, he doesn't look like much, and yet – He's given these eleven and a third innings, only one run in the last two outings, and he's two and zero. You know, I would love to see that from A.J. Puck if A.J. Puck did that, I would say, "Wow, he's earning that bonus." But baseball's a crazy sport, and you know this front office is just really, really talented at finding diamonds in the rough.
1: yeah they're 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 very talented at finding other people's players, you know, because I heard uh, there was there was a discussion today on MLB Sirius XM channel about you know certain teams have a ton of homegrown guys on their 40-man roster, and one of those teams they're talking about are the Dodgers, and obviously we know how good the Dodgers are. But it doesn't mean that's how you need to be built. I mean, basically look at the A's. If you take out the third baseman, the first baseman, and your catcher, you know, Loriano, Lowry, Moreland, Murphy, Brown, Piscotty. Oh no, Mur You know, you can you can throw in you can throw in uh, Brown, but Piscotti and Murphy. It, 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 all, a bunch of these guys were not drafted by the A's. They, they you know. And you know the other thing I think about Jed too, because we're so used to um, a ton of new guys early. So maybe why they start out slow is they got a tough you know tough time gelling. Well, you know what? The only new guy was Elvis. I mean, because you think Jed – I mean, to these guys, it's like Jed never left. So really the only guy that you brought in new, and he's actually from the same division he's been playing against you for 12 years. So it it seems like the chemistry of this club, it it wasn't going to take them two months to figure each other out and then start winning.
2: Well, chemistry is is there, but also – you're not missing a beat with, um, you know, the, the second baseman, Lestella being gone. Lowry is basically giving you everything you wanted from LaStella. And, and he's giving you that extra familiarity and leadership. But then on top of that, you know, they, they did draft Seth Brown and they did draft Sean Murphy. Those are two guys they did yeah. draft as well. When you look at the lineup now with Moreland, Murphy, Olsen, Lowry from the left side when he's not, you know, when he's not playing left-handed pitching. Um, all of a sudden, one of the weaknesses of the A's the last couple of years was they were just Matt Olsen. And that was it from the left-hand side. The only person who could do damage against a right-handed pitcher from the left side was Olsen. Now, all of a sudden you got several guys, you know, Seth Brown is hitting the ball hard. The people on the Athletic nation are, doing a good job of pointing that out. He's constantly, even his outs are hard. Mitch Moreland is just a, you know, I mean, you, you know, uh, I think Greg from slow called in and was talking about how much he loves uh, Mitch Moreland. I agree. Um, um, You know, and then of course, Lowry and and, and Olsen is just emerging. We talked about that. So all of a sudden now you got balance in this lineup, left, right, left, right. That was a weakness before. It's not a weakness. Now, if you can get that closer back, uh, Rosenthal, if he can come back, and I know that's a long shot, but, or if they can trade for somebody. This team is really sort of set up to just quietly go through the season, just taking six out of four, seven out of three, occasionally going five and five in a stretch, and just being a nice, solid team that just, you know, wins 95 to 100 games. I, you know what? I'm looking at this division right now not sure I'm buying Seattle. Don't believe in Texas at all. The Angels are what they always are, just, you know, a poorly built roster. And then the the Astros, I think karma is going to get them. So, you know, I'm excited, Tony.
1: You should be. Great call, Jesse. Think about the lineup, and and we'll get into this and take your phone calls. 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Your number seven batter has a 901 OPS, and your number eight batter has an 808 OPS. That's Brown and Piscotty. That's at the bottom of the lineup. As Jesse just said, Brown's hitting the ball hard. Piscotty's hitting the ball. I mean, the length of this lineup is very, very impressive. Your phone calls, and we're going to hear from. People from the clubhouse, I'm not sure. I know Bob Melvin, for one. We'll find out, but uh, that's all coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Drivers, start your engines. <laughs>
0: Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Civic Sedan or redesigned Accord. Yeah. Let's go.
7: See dealer for financing details.
5: Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> <inaudible> bah, bah.
9: A's fans, let's continue to do our part in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Be sure to wear a mask when you leave the house, maintain social distancing, and wash your hands frequently. Visit athletics.com slash resources for additional resources and information on COVID-19. Please stay safe. That's athletics.com slash resources. You're
4: listening to the A's
1: Clubhouse Show. Back out to the calls. Let's go to C Dub in Oakland. Go ahead, C Dub. Hey,
10: Tony. Thank you, man. Uh, I'm I'm so glad. I'm so glad someone just brought up the roster because I I went to opening night. I, I took a good friend who I used to coach little league with. I was all stoked about booing the Astros and be, beating the crap out of them. And then we know what happened in that game in that series. But when I first sat down, I looked up at the scoreboard, I saw the two rosters, and I was I looked at the Houston roster, I was like, Yeah, they really only lost Springer. <laughs> they they pretty much have everybody else back and they look they look tough. And then I looked at our roster and I was like, I haven't had this feeling I don't know, since early two thousands, maybe. I looked at our roster, our our lineup, and I'm like Wow, we're tougher. We're better. One through nine, like we we're gonna hit more hits. We're gonna hit more home runs. We're gonna score more runs than the Houston Astros. And uh, that was with Pinder playing right field instead of uh, Piscotty. Now, I you know I'm ha- I love having Stephen Piscotty in the lineup, and I'll be very glad when Pinder comes back too. But um, I just feel like this team this team is deep. It's solid. We got speed. Like we we have little resources we haven't had in the past. With uh Laureano <laughs> leading the league and stolen bases, and we got uh, Kemp. We can we can bring in when we really need speed late in the game. Like this is this feels like a different team to me, and uh, seems like it's going to be special all season.
1: Well, I, I you know we we've been joking with David Forrest the general manager on the general manager show, which you hear on A's cast live going, man, you guys, we played him the clip today of, of Billy Bean, Brad Pitt, and Moneyball going, I don't pay pay you to steal bases. I pay you to get on base <laughs> and not get caught. And we're like laughing at it going, "We've forget the swinging A's. We're the running A's, for God's sakes. All these stolen bases, it's so refreshing uh, to actually see the athleticism that the A's have. And, yeah, you mentioned Chad Pender. Just think about how deep this roster is, and Jesse just made a good point that, you know, there's more left handed hitting now. They've balanced the lineup now that you can throw Moreland in there and you can throw Seth Brown and you got Matt Olson and you got Jed Lowry the switch hitter. It's a more balanced lineup now.
10: Oh man, and I I know others have hit this already this season, but I have personally been at the Coliseum watching Moreland get Home runs and doubles against the A's. I've seen Elvis Andrews, you know, knock a knock a nice little opposite field line drive with a runner on second base against the A's. So many times, <laughs> I, I have no doubt. You know, his his average is going to keep climbing, and he's going to get those key hits. And just like he did in that, uh, he actually got our first he got us our first win with that uh, sack fly right against the Dodgers.
1: Um, Hey, hey, as of right now, the way you're scoring runs, you've scored 79 runs, I believe. Did I write that down correctly? I believe so. Hold on one second. No. No, 74 runs in the last 12 games. All you need from Elvis right now is slick defense. His bat will come around, but the way they're scoring runs right now, you just got to tell Elvis – Go out there and and play a great shortstop. Hey, thank you for the phone call, c Deb. We'll talk to you again. All right, let's go to Kelly. Kelly's calling from, are you in Modesto? Kelly, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, go ahead. Welcome to the program.
10: (laughs) Hi,
2: thanks. So I've been to plenty of A's games in my time. Right now, I don't even want to talk about the lineup. I don't want to talk about the 12 games. I just want to talk about how great it is just to be an A's fan and just to be an A's fan and see what they do and and how they produce with such a low budget. I mean, it's just all great. Which is a great time to be an A's fan.
1: You, you, you are correct. And you know what <laughs> about the A's? They're never boring. There's plenty of franchises out there that they'll go through years of not winning, and they're just irrelevant. The, the A's are never that way. They'll, they'll have stretches of a couple of years. I mean, that's just human nature, right? You're not going to win every single year. But the A's are never down long, and they're never boring. We lost her. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. If you're listening on radio, we are leaving radio and we're going to A's cast. How do you listen to A's cast? You go to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast. Who did Vince get, Robert? Cole Irvin and Vince Catronio and your phone calls all coming up on the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: We need the forklift over here.
5: Indeed, knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Okay,
3: those molds need to be adjusted. The shippers are coming at noon, so we gotta get this done. Like
5: at Dennis's plastic startup, to stay them. flexible, nice. he needs to get started hiring right, right away.
3: I need Indeed.
5: Indeed, you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com/credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Junior Mints Minis have the same great dark chocolate and mint flavor combination that you love with Junior Mints. The only difference is that Junior Mints Minis are made with 30% more chocolate than regular Junior Mints. This makes them perfect for snacking. Made for today's consumer, real dark chocolate and peppermint, no artificial colors, peanut, tree nut, and gluten-free. Junior Mints Minis, a snackalicious way to enjoy chocolate. Stay
9: connected on the latest information around the new ballpark project. Head over to WeAreRooted.com to see the latest information on all we're working on. That's WeAreRooted.com.
1: Swings and drives one, dead center.
6: You're listening to A's Cast.
0: And now the 0-1 pitch on the way is swung on and drilled to left, way back. Kispramski will turn and watch, and the A's have tied it up on a ninth-inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotty. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. The 0-2 pitch will be on the way. Hayes waits, Diekman throws, here it is, swung on a high pop-up, short center field, Laureano coming on, he's right there, he makes the catch, and that's 12 in a row for the Oakland A's. They begin the trip by beating Baltimore by the final of 3-1. to The Oakland A's have not lost a game since the 8th of April. And after 20 games, after beginning the year 0-6 and 1-7, they're 13-7.
1: I mean, what a day. You've won 12 in a row. You've made a financial offer to the city of Oakland. Getting closer to getting a new ballpark. It was a hell of a day. By the way, go to athletics.com slash acecast and download my conversation with Dave Cavill, the president. We're getting closer. Let's go to Rob in San Jose. Rob, you're on the A's Clubhouse show going
11: on, County. Yeah, uh, man. The first six games, I was like, what's going to happen? Because the guys seemed to be, like, I mean, totally horrible. And I, I couldn't believe it because, you know, we had already dumped a lot of rally-killing guys who were way overpaid, and we picked up Moreland and Alessanders, and I was gone. these guys are, you know, they just put the ball in play, and they uh, they try to do, you know, got the dog going crazy in back, so I'll make it short. Um, I'm impressed with the team. We got speed. Uh, it's great, Chris. I mean, I'm I, I'm happy. I, I don't. I'm actually not surprised. And you know, now they can. I mean, they we even saw some table setting today. You know, which was, I always thought that you know they're a long ball team. They you are know, what they are. And I think you know when you go up against better pitching, you can go you get into tilt mode. And you know if you're too cocky, then you know that'll you'll die by that. And uh, but now we got more wisdom. And we guys also got guys, a lot of good sportsmen they are not entitled. I would think if they, a, um, you know, you know, on the average get some more table setting and then, you know, they've got long ball potential. These guys are great hitters, I mean, all around the board. So, I mean, what can you do? I mean, uh, I think they're a great team. I think they can win tons of games.
1: Yeah, me, me too. Thanks for the phone call, Rob. You know, they're finding ways to score runs without having to hit home runs. Now, when they – out homer their opponent, of course, they're 10-0 on the year, as I'm keeping that stat. But you gotta find ways to win games. You gotta find you got you gotta find ways to score if the ball didn't go out of the ballpark. You know, are you gonna hit with runners in scoring position? Are you gonna hit behind guys? Are you gonna be able to take first to third? Are you going to be able to steal bases? Well, in the past, I don't know if I had an answer for that. I have an answer now. This team is very athletic. They have the ability to steal bags. They have the ability, and we didn't see it in the first six, but now we're seeing it, they have the ability to put the ball in play and score runs without hitting home runs. And it's refreshing. Anthony in Walnut Creek, welcome to the Ace Clubhouse Show.
2: Hey, Tony. I couldn't agree more. I always say, live for the home run, die for the home run. Got to score runs other ways. Um, hey, real quick, my question is, um, uh, the pitcher Mike Fires. Uh, when is he coming back? And if it's soon, what would that do to the rotation? Who, who will move around? What's going to
8: happen?
1: That's a good. That's a that's that's the million dollar question right there. If everybody's, I mean, you're in a winning streak right now, and if everybody's throwing the ball well, and Mike Fires is coming back. What do you do? Uh,
0: yeah, uh, will someone go to the bullpen? Maybe,
1: uh, or someone goes to the alternate site. Hey, hey, Robert, back in the studio. Was didn't Melvin talk about fires in today's pregame? Okay, oh, yeah, he, he's undetermined of what they're gonna do. So, I mean, that's you know what though. That is such a great luxury to have. To where all of a yeah, sudden right. you're like, you know, I we we got a lot of starting pitching, and that is that that's I mean that that's just a bonus, and that's where you got to tip your cap to the front office. They they built a lot of depth because you're not going to stay healthy with just five guys for a whole for a for a full season. So the fact that they've got arms and they got arms that can help, and hopefully we get this Triple A season started and get the Triple A guys who can be the future of this rotation throwing every five days right now. It's still the alternate site and they're just taking on the giants guys, uh, whether they're playing in Stockton or they're playing up in Sacramento, but to have, to have Mike fire sitting there, man, that's a luxury.
0: it a be a problem to have.
1: (laughs) It's a great problem to have.
8: All right, man. Go Oakland.
1: Thank you, Anthony. Yeah. There, there's a buzz. There is a total buzz all over the Bay area and there's ace fans all over the world. We've learned that this is a really good time and it's a lot of fun and just keep it rolling. Who knows? Who knows? how many you can win in a row here is Vince Catronio with today's winner, Cole Irvin riding
5: the wave continues. The A's have won 12 in a row, three, one, the final tonight, Cole Irvin in Baltimore pitches into the sixth inning allows one run as the A's are victorious. Cole, we, we saw it early. The changeup was such a big pitch for you. You threw 80% fastballs against the Tigers. So explain to me the thought process that I have a good changeup in the bullpen, that I just sense I was going to have a good changeup in the game. I want to keep going back to it. Why did the changeup become so vital tonight for your success?
12: Arguably, my changeup's my best pitch. And uh, my first two outings, I, I, didn't, I didn't have it. I didn't have the feel for it. Um, and it was just the way I was thinking about throwing it. And uh, against the Tigers, I felt like my change of changeup mentality was back, and and I figured out what I was doing. And and uh, you know, I faced a lineup that that in their past few outings um, haven't hit guys that have good changeups. And so um, that's that that was my approach. And and I traditionally throw a lot more changeups than I've been sh- been showing. Um, I've relied, I've relied a lot on my slider. I've relied a lot, um, on my fastball, as you saw in the last outing. Um, and, and today you saw a lot more changeup. So I'm also showing that I don't just pitch one way. Um, you know, there's multiple ways you can pitch an attack in a lineup. And, and I'm just, uh, just glad that Murph and I were on the same page. We were on, you know, from, from inning one, pitch one, we were on the same page and we were on the same page, even in that last outing when I or last inning when I came out uh and he came into the dugout and said we should have thrown a change up there and I said I couldn't agree more um, to Severino. So uh it's 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 fun when the guys are swinging it and uh, you're on the same page with your catcher and then use coming in was just absolutely huge for 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 us and 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 the team today.
5: Is it is it just a standard circle change? Is it a split change? because we are having a chance to, to visit with you face to face, what is your changing?
12: It's a modified circle. Um, I keep all my, all my fingers, uh, basically up on the ball. The only thing that's down underneath the ball is my thumb. Um, and it's on a four seam grip and I I'm throwing it with, uh, my middle two fingers. So, um, so I'm throwing, throwing a change or fastball with my middle two fingers and, and throwing it just like a fastball or a sinker, and and uh, getting out in front and not don't I don't think about it. The the velocity change is there, and um, I'm not trying to overturn it. I'm just trying to um, just trying to make a good pitch that looks like my fastball. Some managers would take a pitcher out after the first two batters
5: reached in an inning in a close game. Bob Melvin stay with you much longer than that. I know you didn't conclude conclude the inning, and that's something that. That you weren't happy with, but you saw what the bullpen can do. But what does that mean for you as as you're learning the A's and learning Bob Melvin, and Bob Melvin is learning Cole Irvin?
12: I think just uh, the fact that he let me stay in there. um, I definitely thought at one point he he might have had someone warming up, and uh, I didn't think about it um, just because I'm I'm trying to get outs, and you know even in that fifth or sixth inning. I felt like I gave up a lot of weak contact, and I didn't feel like I was getting. Other than Sam Severino's hit uh, to left, it was it was all pretty weak contact. So, um, I, I I felt like I was still cruising and pitching to my strengths and being able to execute. And, and again, it comes down to pitch decision to maybe on a couple different at bats in that inning, and I might be out of there and and potentially if I cover first base, um, might even put myself in position to pitch the seventh. So.
5: We've seen you, Smeral Petit, do this for years. You're watching him for the first time. What impresses you about old man River coming in and not worried about anything and just getting the job done?
12: All I know is that he's going to have room service, whether it's crab cakes or chocolate chip (laughs) cookies or something tonight, because he he came up in a big spot and uh, definitely helped me out, but more so the team. It it was awesome um, to watch him make you know, four or five pitches, it might've been three, I don't know, but um, I was just so in the moment watching him pitch and it's always fun to watch him pitch. He, he definitely brings a new level to um, the term veteran.
5: And finally, it, it, a 12 game winning streak certainly has reasons for celebration, but what have you learned about being inside this ace clubhouse, the team that lost six in a row to the team now that has won 12 straight and what this club believes that they are capable of doing as the season gets going?
12: I mean, we're still in April and there's no doubt in my mind that every guy in this locker room has each other's backs. And, uh, you know, you're seeing it from the conversations you have in the dugout to the conversations that you're having in between games and just the the camaraderie you have off the field um, and uh, the way everyone talks to each other and and text, text one another. and. We all got each other's back, and that's that's a really good feeling on a, on a ball club like this. And yeah, we're winning a lot of games. But even when we were losing in those first first six, uh, it, that same feeling was there. So there was no panic. Um, everyone's locked in and and ready to go. And and it's been a really great experience to be a part of this ball club um, and learning that. Keep Ride riding the wave, Cole. Keep riding the wave. Appreciate it. Congratulations. Thank you.
1: Paul
5: Urban joining us. Tony, back to you.
1: That's 12 straight game-winning interviews Vince Catronio has done. They've won 13 of 14. Last 12 games, they've outscored their opponent 74 to 34 with 23 home runs. And, oh, by the way, a final from Fenway Park. The Red Sox beat the Mariners 6 to 5. So the A's are in first place all by themselves. Now, the Astros have got up off the mat, and they've scored two, so we're in the top of the ninth inning in Houston. It is tied at 2-2. Coming up next, you're going to hear from the skipper Bob Melvin and also Stephen Piscotti right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
10: Kitchens controlled by your voice, sneakers that track your steps, AI-powered homes. In a world full of things you never thought possible, here's one more. Now you can get Allstate's quality insurance at an affordable rate when you bundle your home and auto. With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today.
4: In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Savings vary. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company. And affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois
1: pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads and more. Don't forget we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com.
4: Welcome to Delicious Planet, presented by Hint Water with a touch of true fruit flavor. We're in Madagascar. This troop of lemurs have discovered a culinary jackpot, a fruited mango tree. One hardly needs to speak their language to appreciate their delight. Oh, Lenny,
6: this one is perfect.
4: Not as perfect as this one.
6: That is not a mango, Lenny. No, but this mango hint water tastes just like mango, and with no calories or sweetness. Hint water? Get
10: out of here. They got
6: pineapple water that tastes just like pineapple, too. How can water taste just like fruit? How can our feet look just like our hands? Whoa, 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 what? Look, feet, hands, feet, hands. Feet,
2: hands. Whoa, you are freaking me out here, Lenny.
4: Find
7: Hint Water
4: at stores nationwide, or have it shipped right to your door. New customers can get 40% off and free shipping at HintWater.com. Feet,
0: hands. Drivers, start your engines. <laughs> The Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 0% APR on the 2021 Honda Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. See
6: dealer for
2: financing details.
1: Looking to stay up to date on all things A's?
0: Here's the 0-1 pitch to Arias, and that swung on a ground ball, left side short. Elvis have flipped a flipped to second. How many times have we said it? Yusmero Petit slams the door on the opposition. All things considered, A's came out of that great. They had the bases loaded, the Orioles did, and nobody out, but they get just one run, and after six complete, the A's on top of the Orioles,
1: 3-1. You know, when you talk about dominance and how good this team has been during this run. There's one stat that you look at and you just go wow. So the A's now have trailed at the end of just 11 of the 105 innings during this winning st- during this winning streak. Think about that. Just 11 times they were trailing. They've been dominant. I mean, these numbers are just eight. The starters are eight no with a two point seven six ERA, and that includes that stinker in Arizona by Jesus Lazardo. And even Frankie Montas, his last outing. But the Lazardo one wasn't good. But I mean, they're not if you take those two starts out, my God, I mean, they're I don't even know what. They'd be close to two. Teams that can beat you in multiple ways are very tough to beat. Just enjoy. You can ride the wave, call it whatever the hell you want. You want to have hand gestures? You want to have dances? You want, I Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't change a thing. If you want to believe that you're winning because you're riding a wave, then keep riding that wave. And ride that wave all the way into the beach. You know, like that. You'll ever see. The, the, the best surfers are the old surfers. Are the old guys on the longboards. They got the big beer gut, and <laughs> they're not in wetsuits, and they're riding that wave all the way in on that longboard. Just ride that baby all the way in. Here is the skipper, Bob Melvin, after this win tonight, 3-1 to one over the Orioles. All right, with a
3: Hey, Bob, um, looked like Cole Irvin was working with a pretty good changeup today. What did you think of his outing
12: overall?
9: Yeah, sinker change, elevated a few times when he had to. Gave up a few hits, but got out of some jams, only walked one. Got big strikeouts when he needed to. Pretty similar to the way he's been pitching for us, you know, basically all year.
7: Hey, Bob, you talk about jams. One of the biggest jams, if not the, the big jam of the game, was that one that Petit came in and that I didn't get out of it. Uh, Could you talk about how important was that performance in the, uh, the way the game evolved? Key to the game,
9: again. I mean, we've seen him do it, I don't know how many times. It's not an easy thing to do. And, you know, especially with you're not throwing 98 miles an hour, you don't have a wipeout strikeout pitch. Um, he's just very aware of what hitters like and don't like and put it just out of reach. And I, I you know, I, it, I've been talking about him for years now and that, that's that's really what he does and he excels at is coming in and middle of jams and getting outs and getting you a win.
3: Shannon. Uh, Stephen Piscotti, he's had a, some troubles with injuries in last year and, and, and leading up to this year. What, what do you think of the way that he's been uh, at the plate of late?
9: Yeah, you know what, he's, after a little bit of a slow start, you know, he, he's swung about well. I mean, obviously in a game like that, every hit that knocks in a run is huge for you when you only score a three, but he looks really balanced again. His BPs are good. Uh, you know, when he's healthy, he's still got a lot of game left. So he just, like you said, was battling some health issues for a while there and, you know, as close to fully healthy as he's been in a while.
3: And uh, Matt Olson, I think that's eight straight games uh, with a hit. Uh, what do you think about his consistency, uh, especially given what he was going through last year?
9: Yeah, you know, I, that last year was just kind of an anomaly for him. It just, you know, it was a 60-game uh, season that a lot of guys struggled. He still hit some homers and, you know, drew some walks for us. But, you know, he's he got off to a good start. He had a good spring. You know, he's made some adjustments. He's just just been really, really consistent for us, and doesn't surprise me. Let's try. Bob, I, I know you've seen Yusmero do this time and time again.
5: Uh, he talked with us before the game today, and the thing that kept coming out of his mouth was command. Uh, I rely on my command. I rely on my control. But still, in those situations, what, what do you see about how he looks at that situation and doesn't get overwhelmed by that situation? I know he's done it for a long time, but still.
9: he, he just – he's not – he obviously is not afraid of those situations. I think he actually enjoys coming in, you know, with the starters runs out there and does it differently. Like I was saying, you know, it's just subtle movement off the, off the barrel of the bat. He's not going to come in and blow you away with strikeouts. He's just really aware of what he can do, what the, what the opposing hitter can do. And, you know, has a ton of confidence in doing it. We've seen it so many times that it looks like, you know, it's just kind of his thing, but it's really difficult to do that. And he does it time and time again. I mean, this is just kind of, this game, pretty much the epitome of what he's done for us for several years now. Your club is second in the league in
5: walks. And I know you didn't get a lot and it was a low scoring game, but the two walks were converted into runs. They got one walk, didn't do anything. Being able to prevent them from getting walks and taking advantage of your your own walks. What does that speak to the way your club goes about controlling the batter's box.
9: Yeah, I mean, we would put pressure on you, make you throw a lot of pitches, you get guys on base, and at some point in time, someone's coming through with a big hit. So, I mean, it's been that way for a while now. I mean, we didn't start out too terribly great as far as that went, but, you know, recently it's been one of the keys to why we've been winning games is just keep putting base runners out there and give yourself opportunities with guys on base.
12: Josh
8: uh, What does it mean for your starting pitcher um, you know, two impressive ones in a row now. With, with with you know his place in the rotation.
9: Yeah, he really hasn't had a bad start yet. Um, gave up a few runs, I think, the first time, and actually, I think first two outings, maybe some runs came in behind him when he came out of the game. But he's he's pitched really well. I mean, um, can't say enough. We didn't know a ton about him coming into spring. You know, battled for that job, won it at the end, and keeps going out there and giving us reasons to run him back out there. So he, he's been really impressive this year. You look up, he's got a, what a sub four ERA. Yeah. He's done well.
8: You left him in, um, you know, hit after hit after hit. Uh, was that, I mean, you had faith in him. Was that maybe it wasn't all hard contact? You had, you, you believed he could finish that inning?
9: Yeah. I, well, I mean, I, I was probably going to get him at some point in time there. We, we were down Lou today, so we didn't have a full complement of guys that we usually pitch in, you know, when we're ahead, but he had done enough and gotten out enough jams and, and pitched well with runners on base to, to give him a shot. You know, obviously with the base hit, you know, it was time for use, but uh, now he, he's he been able to pitch around some traffic and, you know, seems com- to command really well when there's guys on base.
8: Hey, Bob, can you put 12 in a row in perspective? And were there enough doubts during uh, 0 and 6 to think, maybe a streak like this wasn't in the cards.
9: I I don't even think we thought too much about that. I mean, 12 in a row is one more than 11 in a row and it's, it's, we're just playing each day with some momentum and just trying to win. That's what this team has been good for a long time is just trying to win the day. I don't think we're going out there thinking about previous games. I certainly don't think that guys were thinking about, you know, too much about losing the first few in a row. It was early in the season and, you know, we're capable, obviously, of putting together a run like this. And I hope it continues. We'll
12: finish
7: up with Manolo. Hey, Bob, you we were talking about Marcana before the game, being a little bit under the weather. Did he improve uh, enough in the game to make you believe probably you will have him for tomorrow? Yeah, I believe so.
9: And uh, he told me, you know, if it got to that point during today's game, a little bit later on, if I needed him, you know, they brought a lefty in or something, I could use him. So, yeah, I think he'll be, I think we'll be in good shape tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it, it's a whole different world now when you hear a guy's not feeling well, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, you think these guys normally, if you're not feeling well, maybe you had a certain meal. I mean, they eat out a lot. And and guys that I've done shows with go, yeah, it, it's sad that, but, you know, you get food poisoning, and it's just when you eat out a lot, there's – unfortunately, there's that chance. But now it's not like a cold or – now you think, oh, my God, does he have COVID? So, but that good news is that's not it. Just wasn't feeling well. Could have played and hopefully will be in the lineup tomorrow. You know, we talked earlier tonight about how deep this lineup is. When you got the numbers that Seth Brown and Stephen Piscotty have that they're, they're getting on base, they're driving the baseball – it just lengthens the lineup. Here is Steven Piscotti.
7: Start with Manolo. Hey, Steven, how are you? Uh, congratulations on the baby. We didn't have a chance to congratulate you. The other-
1: yeah, thank you very
13: much. It's exciting times.
7: <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, the A's have been able to, to win, you know, the games, are high scoring like the other day, 13-12 uh, and games, close games like this. What has impressed you the most of this uh, streak by the team?
13: Um, I think just you know the consistency day in day out um, picking each other up. Um, you know tonight we didn't have a ton of offense, but uh, you know Irving did a tremendous job, you know shutting it down, and um, same with Petite coming in in a big spot. Um, so that's that's a great sign when um, you're getting great performances and and offense is picking up the defense and the defense picking up the offense. So um, you know everything's just clicking for us right now.
8: Shana Rubin.
3: Hey Steven, um, after everything you went through in the last few years with injuries and maybe a slowish start to start uh, this year, how are you feeling at the plate now? And have you made any key adjustments that have that let you get into the groove that you're in?
13: Yeah, I've been um, feeling good. You know, I, I got into a, a rut where I was kind of looking at video and some um, analysis type stuff a little too much. And, um, you know, was getting away from, you know, getting in the box and competing and I've, you know, eliminated Watching video, I'm just trying to get there and get in that box and compete. And you know, it's felt good. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm tr- got my faith and trusting um, our hitting guy Bushy to uh, you know have us another set of eyes on that for me. Um, but it's been good to simplify things and just go up and try to have a good at bat.
5: Vince
13: Hey, Dad! Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, this, at least
5: at this stage of the season, you've been really aggressive early in the count. Is there is there a, a mindset on wanting to attack early and, and, and having the kind of success that you've had? I know it can potentially change over the course of the year, but right now it seems like you're stepping in there ready to, to, to pull the trigger.
13: Yeah. Um, you know, I honestly feel like I've been a little bit more patient, but um, I, I'm really... I've always been a guy that when I step in that box I'm ready for every pitch doesn't matter what count um, and if, if there's a good pitch to hit in that first pitch um, you' know, like to be ready for it. Um, you know I've gotten into modes in the past where I've gotten too aggressive so I'm, I've tried to you know dial that back make the picture, pitchers get back in the zone with me um, and so that's kind of been my focus uh, but if that ball's there, you know I'm swinging so um, you know I'm trying to, to have a good you know balance with that.
5: John
8: Shea. It does Does it help to have um, a, a lot of veteran presence on a team during a streak like this? I mean, yourself and you know some older guys like um, mm-hmm. Petit and Jed and several other guys, so that winning, you know, 9, 10, 11 in a row, twelve now, you're not over amped, You're not giddy day to day. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a good point. I think.
13: You know, that that veteran presence was humongous um at the be- very beginning of the season when the streak was going the opposite way for us. Um there wasn't a lot of panic. Guys were, you know, under control. Um, you know, I would I would imagine when that happens on other teams, um, you know, the clubhouse is, is quite different. So um, you know, it's it's big, especially for that, but also like you're like you're talking about for this run. Um, you know, there's you know, a lot to be said for, you know, keeping, you know, consistent, you know, at bats and not trying to do too much and get too hyped um, to stay within yourself and really as a team, let the team stay within itself. You know, it doesn't rely on one guy. You're getting contributions from everyone. Um, and that's really cool to see. And, and, and uh, is is definitely brought on by some veteran presence.
8: What was the vibe like during 0 and 6? Uh, you know, now it can be told. You say <laughs> you guys didn't get too giddy, but what was it like? It was
13: uh, it was actually pretty cool. There was absolutely no panic. Um, the confidence level was still extremely high, and guys were pulling for each other. Um, it didn't fu- it didn't feel um, good to get beat, you know, over and over. <laughs> um, but that veteran, you know, presence knew that there's 162 games, and we were going to be just fine. So that was, you know, we might look back on that. Um, portion of the season see that was the most important part um, of our year, I think, just because of uh, how we handled that. Thank
1: you. Well, there you have it. You know, the A's have really been doing well against the Tigers and the Orioles. You got to beat up the bottom feeders. That's how you win a hundred plus games. You just take it to the teams that You know, their front offices aren't really trying. Now, the players on the field are trying. The manager and the staff, they're trying. But the front office, you know, you saw these rebuilds and we want draft picks and we want all this stuff, and it's like, okay, thank God the A's never do that. Slow starts. And I'm just looking at first month, since twenty twelve. In twenty twelve the A's went twenty two and nineteen. First month. Two thousand thirteen of the playoff year. Thirty two and twenty-four. Two thousand fourteen, remember they're the hottest. They they had a good start. Uh they were thirty four and twenty two. But like, man. They got out to slow starts in 18 and 19. That's why it's great that that's, it's already started now. You know, this team, for the most part, was built. And people were panicking. But once once Jed signed up, it's, you know, it's, it's like Jed, like I said with Ken Korak earlier, it's like Jed never left. It's like one of your band members was gone, but now he's back, and the band's back together. So, really, the only new guy that you're running out there on a consistent basis is Elvis. And I said this with Ken, you know, Elvis doesn't seem so foreign to us because it's not like he's coming from, I don't know, the Pittsburgh Pirates and you only got to see him. I mean, he's Elvis. We've been watching him play for the Rangers for years. So he understands this team, he understands the ballpark, he, he knows the players. I mean, the, when you're in division for that long, all these players play against each other, they all know each other. So he he just, you know, he was just like a friend from another team coming over. You You know him. It's not like he's coming from Philly or Atlanta or wherever. So he's been an easy guy to fit in. But then, you know, you're outfield, you're you're infield, everybody's pretty much the same. And away we go. And Mitch Moreland's the same thing. Mitch Moreland now has 17 home runs at the Coliseum. You don't think Mitch Moreland feels like, oh, yeah, you fit right in, brother. Come on in. Come on in the clubhouse. Yeah, it's not like Mitch Moreland was an Arizona Diamondback. If you guys are getting what I'm, I'm going with here. not no, a Milwaukee Brewer. Elvis and Mitch are, are they're kind of old friends. We've been seeing them for years. And they've beaten us for years. And now to have them on your side? So I just think there's so much continuity with this team compared to what we've seen in the past where obviously, and it's just not Oakland, let's be honest, everybody has changed. Even big money teams have constant change. It's the way professional sports are now. The Yankees have had a ton of change. Look at the Red Sox. These guys got more money than anybody. Going for 13 tomorrow. Now it's time to see see what's on deck. Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. I don't know who's going for the birds. Chris Bassett is going for the A's. Can't wait to get Seabass out there. Is he starting? You know, his mechanics are starting to come around. And you go out and drill these guys. They're not very good. I don't know how they swept Houston, but you know what? Houston's not good right now. Houston hasn't been hitting at all. After the, that, that great start that they had, they've been bad. And they haven't been hitting any dingers. We're in the bottom of the ninth right now in Houston, and it is still tied. It just went to extra innings. All right, so we're going to extra innings now, tied at 2-2 between the Angels and the Astros. You can't root for either of those. How do you root for that? I don't like either of those teams. I don't want either of them to win. I hope they play like 20 innings and they burn up their bullpens. That's what I hope. All righty, first pitch, Robert. Tomorrow's going to be at 4.07. 4.05, that means we'll get you ready with A's total access at 3.05. Yeah, a night game. How about that? An East Coast night game on a Saturday. Life is good as an A's fan. The third longest winning streak in the Oakland A's history won 20 in 2002, won 14 in 1988, and now you've won 12. Who knows when it's going to stop? But I'll ride the wave as long as everybody else wants to, and let's, let's go after 20. Let's go after that 22 that the Indians broke the A's record. Why not 23, 24 wins in a row? Why not? Why not us? Thank you, everybody, for listening. A's with the win, 3 to 1. We'll see you all tomorrow at 3.05 right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
4: Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't. Because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit KP.org today. Hey, I'm Andy. I've been popping up on your radio for a while, telling you about the men's grooming company I founded called Harry's. Unfortunately, I'm still not famous. Today, I want to talk to you about our most requested product ever, deodorant. Thousands of guys have called, emailed, and commented asking us to make it. Just like a lot of guys, I have problems with sweat and odor. For years, we've all used the same deodorants, even though we have different needs. And it was hard to find the right one for me. So we did something. We designed our deodorant and antiperspirant to deliver what guys care about most. Three levels of protection at different strengths for those who sweat a lot, or a little. All-day protection. Four fresh signature scents, all for a fair price. We can't wait for you to try them. You can find our new line of Harry's deodorant and antiperspirant at harrys.com or in a store near you. Just head on over to the deodorant aisle or check them out today at harrys.com. Enjoy!